Hello, and welcome to the Working While Homeschooling podcast, the podcast for workingwhilehomeschooling.com, where our mission is to help homeschooling parents make money, maybe even have a career, while continuing to homeschool and without losing their sanity. My name is Julie. I am your host and resident career coach today. I want to thank you all for joining us and listening in. I hope you're doing well. And on today's episode, we'll be talking to Kelly, who is a children's ministry director for a large church here in Virginia. So, Kelly, can you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about you. Uh, Sure. My name is Kelly Crespin, and I am currently living in Virginia uh, in a suburb a little bit outside of Washington, D.C. I am originally spent the last 20 years in Texas, and I've been in Virginia about five years. Um, I do work full-time right now. And I have uh, two children. They are both grown. I'm no longer homeschooling, but I did homeschool them all the way through um, through their 12 years. And right now, uh, my my job is as a children's ministries director at a Methodist church here in Virginia. Fantastic. Can you tell us a little bit of kind of your, how you got into your work and kind of like a little bit about how that kind of worked with your homeschooling experience at the time? Uh, sure. Um, so I was already homeschooling, of course, and my daughters were probably, I'm going to say, upper elementary, maybe early middle school age. And um, my husband, at the time, he had started his own job, his own his own business. And financially, things we were struggling just a little bit, and I had not been working up until that point uh, since the girls had been born. And um, so for financial reasons, I thought, wow, maybe I need to go back to work for a little while. And because my husband was working from home, uh, the childcare situation wouldn't have been an issue for me to, to go to work. Um, and so I happened to be uh, attending a Methodist church there in Texas, and they had an opening for somebody in their children's ministries department. And because my background is in education, I applied, and that's kind of how I got into working but still homeschooling. Okay, fantastic. Um, so tell me about the scheduling of all of that and kind of how did that work with your homeschool experience? Let's say as it began. Sure, sure. Um, so it was originally a part-time job, 20 hours a week. And, um, and I thought, well, I could do that. I'm not sure how well it would have been going from uh, zero to 40 hours a week. That would have been really challenging, but luckily I kind of, um, eased into it a, a little at a time. Uh, so 20 hours a week, and in addition, because it was at a church, um, probably about five or six of my hours every week would, were on a Sunday morning, and my family was already at church. Uh, my kids were attending Sunday school. Uh, my husband volunteered there also. So really, I was only out of the house during the week, about 15 hours or so. Um, and, and luckily, with my job, I had a very flexible schedule, and I could, um, in a sense, set my own hours. And so... I kind of worked around the kids' homeschooling. We attended um, several co-ops through the years, and so I was able to adjust my work schedule based on what they needed to do, where they needed to go, you know, that type of thing. Some of my hours were also at night. Um, And again, because my husband was at home, it seemed to work pretty well. So I had a pretty flexible schedule. Fantastic. Um, now, how did that kind of evolve? Because I know that's one of the things. It seems like every year everything changes, regardless if nothing changes. So how did, how did kind of like your work and homeschool evolve over time since you're kind of after the end of the, your homeschooling experience now? 
Yeah, um, I think over time, you're right, things do change every year. Uh, as the kids get older, as they uh, take different classes, as their needs change, um, you know, you have, to, you have to stay flexible in a lot of things. And just as a parent and as, an, as a homeschooler, flexibility is really key. And so um, we just kind of worked things based on whatever the kids needed. Um, you know, my scheduling, if, if my homeschool met, if, if, if the co-op met on a Monday and Wednesday, then I did a lot of work on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And if the next year things changed, then I would change along with it. Um, is that kind of, I guess, what you're, yeah. you're looking for? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Because, you know, I think, um, I know even with my experience of working in homeschooling for about six years now, I, I do it very differently now than I did six years ago. And so right. It, right. And I think, um, I think when they were younger, in some ways, I needed to do more with them. Um, when I started working, they were, again, upper elementary, maybe early middle school years. And um, my oldest daughter, especially, was very responsible, um, very much a go-getter, didn't need a lot from me. Uh, That definitely helped. Um, And as she got older, especially, her classes were more through the the co-op, and she almost did some some homeschooling on her own. She knew what she was interested in and wanted to learn and that type of thing. And and I think that really helped a lot. Um, Now, my younger daughter is on the on, on the spectrum, and so she's high-functioning autistic, so actually I had to do more work with her, um, and she had a hard time working without me, so a lot of times she would play and kind of really not do a whole lot during the day, um, and then we did our schooling at night, so as she needed more and more help from me, I would help her after dinner or maybe late in the afternoon or maybe even in the mornings before I would go to work. So again, it kind of changed based on um, how old the girls were, what classes they were taking, and that type of thing. Yeah. Well, speaking of that and curriculum and things like that, what kinds of things did you like or worked well for you in this experience? Because everyone always asks me, like, what curriculum should I be using or something of that nature? Yeah. And, um, and I think when you were talking about the, the change, always changing, um, we changed from year to year. Um, I know there are people out there who pick a Becca or Calvert or whatever the curriculum is, and they continue with it all the way through. Um, in my situation, both with my work situation and who my girls were, we didn't, um, we didn't work as well with the system of here's your textbooks and I want you to work these pages, and then um, you'll have a test at the end of the week, and that type of thing. Uh, We did a lot more unschooling and um, flexible schooling. So, um, you know, sometimes I think people think unschooling is more, well, there's no books involved, and there's, it's all life experiences. We kind of did a combination of those life experiences, and then supplemented also with the textbooks, uh, the reading, again, the homeschool co-ops and that type of thing. So we didn't use a set curriculum. It depended on um, what my daughters were into and, and interested in learning at the time. Um, things would pop up also, and we would just kind of intersperse them. So I know when my oldest daughter was in high school, it came up and we realized that she really didn't have a lot of financial literacy. And so we looked into the Dave Ramsey financial literacy, uh, financial piece for teens. And we went ahead and got that and we went over it with her and I actually found a couple friends who wanted to do it too. And we made a little mini class out of it. So it wasn't something we planned on, but it just, it just worked out. 
Um, another thing also is that both my girls were in Girl Scouts for years. Um, they were Girl Scouts all the way from kindergarten, again, through graduating high school. And we did a lot of schooling through Girl Scouts, to be very honest. Um, when yeah. we would earn a badge uh, on um, independent living, or I, I can't remember the specific names of them now, but there were so many out there that honestly, um, just in completing the badges, it, you know, we said, wow, this was a homeschool lesson in itself. Uh, so we didn't follow a set curriculum and said, we're going to learn this on this day, and next week we're going to learn this, and next month we're going to learn that. Uh, we kind of went with what they needed at the time. We did, I, I know I did one year. Um, we did not do Girl Scouts. We did, we do American Heritage Girls, and I know that sure. um, it was at least one year, if not two or three years. So I was like, oh, look at all these badges we can earn, girls. And because you got a, like, you know, you got something at the end, like a prize that kind of motivated right. them to do it. And um, especially when they were little, I mean, they loved that. Um, now it's just like, you know, I don't really care about badges. I just want to hang out with my friends, which is fine. Right. But they were, they were using, I've kind of forced them, currently I'm forcing them to do the um, internet safety badge, whether they, that's like, oh, yeah. they don't have a choice. So they have to do the internet safety badge or they lose their, they lose their privileges to the internet. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and you're right. And those, again, those things come up and, um, and, you know, when they're, they're in the fourth grade, you don't really think as much about the internet safety badge. But as they hit their older years and they're online a lot more, um, that's a much bigger deal, obviously. Um, so you kind of fit in things with you realize what they need and when they need it. Um, it you know, it was even kind of funny. I remember, again, with one of my daughters, uh, we were working on Girl Scouts and one of the badges was open ended and it said, what kind of life it was talking about living on your own eventually. And she was in high school. and you know, what did you want to learn? And she says, I want to learn how to use a fire extinguisher. And um, that was very surprising to me because I thought, well, yeah, that's probably a really good thing to learn <laughs> instead of waiting until there's a fire and then let's learn how to use it, you know. Um, but it made a lot of sense. And uh, so we, took, we got a fire extinguisher, we went out in the backyard and we learned how to use it. So a lot of homeschooling was like that. Um, checking accounts, a stock market, um, you know, reading, reading schedules and charts and all that kind of thing. So we just kind of applied it into, well, what do you need for, for what you need now in life, in this stage of your life? All right. So talk to us about kind of when we think about log the logistical time management housework, dishes, laundry, food on the table, like, please tell us you had, since you survived it, did you have any kind of like magic tips or anything that really made that work for you guys? Um, yeah, and I think one of the things that I did, um, and it also helped to teach my kids responsibility, is if I had to go to work, I mean, I just had, I had to go into the church for a couple of hours or whatever, um, I would give my girls a list and they, they, they happened to do very well with lists and they knew if they wanted to do X, Y, Z later, they needed to do what was on their list. And so sometimes their list involved, do your math homework or do your English or read this and that type of thing. But other times I would put chores on their list also. So they knew they had to mop the kitchen floor, unload the dishwasher, put a load of laundry in, that type of thing. Um, so I was teaching them the life skills and also getting the chores done that needed to be done 
Um, and it taught them to be responsible and accountable that I wasn't going to just do everything or my husband that, um, because again, even though he was at home, he was working, he had to be on his phone and his computer to do his work. Um, and so that's how we got a lot of it done is, is, um, having them do it. You know, if it was just a chore or two every day, when you have two kids, you can knock out a lot over the course of a week. Um, and so we just kind of, we just kind of worked it that way. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I would say, you know, um, we, I know we talked about this a little bit before. Did, did your kids ever ex express that they were unhappy about you working or what did they really think of that? Uh, no, actually, um, you know, first of all, m both my kids loved homeschooling. Um, in the beginning, you know, the, the parents made that decision. Um, when they were five years old, we said, this is, we're going to homeschool. And um, the reason I homeschooled my oldest daughter is because she was very, very bright, very advanced. Um, I do have two education degrees, and one of them happens to be in gifted and talented education. So I could recognize in my oldest daughter, wow, she was really ahead. And I just couldn't see sending her to the public schools where she was going to get bored and or be given busy work and that type of thing. So um, that's why we started homeschooling. And um, with my youngest daughter, she's on the spectrum. And so about the time she came of age to go to school, um, we realized that she needed a little extra help. She was almost the opposite of the older child. And so it just worked to be able to homeschool both of them. Um, but both of my kids really enjoyed homeschooling. They Once we got into it, they wanted to. In fact, we, we had a little joke around the house. You know, I'd say, you know, if you're not going to do your schoolwork, I'm going to send you to public school. And they were like, no, no, mom, don't send me to public school. Um, I mean, they loved sleeping in. They loved being able to stay up late. Uh, you know, even when it snowed or it was really bad weather and we'd be driving somewhere and you'd see all the kids standing on the corner waiting for the bus, they'd say, oh, mommy, thank you so much for homeschooling me <laughs> because they just really, they were whatever aware enough of that that they really had it you know pretty good um uh, didn't you tell me your not, oldest is now an educator though she is actually yeah she is uh, my oldest one finished school went to the university of mary harden baylor got scholarships um i must have done something right along the way and she is a middle school history teacher in awesome. in texas yeah um, my younger one graduated and she's actually going, she's in college right now. So because she, she only graduated about two years ago, but, but because my, my girls were independent and that type of thing, I think they actually kind of liked it when I would go to work because I wasn't home with them 24 seven, you know, breathing down their necks kind of thing. Um, it was a, it was a mix of mom's home and a mix of, Hey, we get to kind of be on our own. And, uh, get responsible and all of that. So they, so they really enjoyed it. And because of where I worked in children's ministry at a church, I often took them there with me. They right. got to go to work with me sometimes. Um, it wasn't like I worked in a bank or something like that, where it was a lot more difficult. Um, and if I needed to go home, I could. Um, but many times I would go to work and they would be going to church activities. They'd go to Bible study or bells or choir and all sorts of stuff. So it didn't really even it just kind of fit into our home and our lifestyle yeah. of where I worked and yeah. Like a natural fit almost. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Great. Um, so if someone was thinking of getting, you know, tell us about your work. Like how did you choose to get into children's ministry? And 
if somebody was thinking of like, I guess working for a church or working for that kind of organization and homeschooling at the same time, do you have any suggestions or things they should think about? Um, yeah, I think that, that, that my job was actually a very, um, easy to easy to do job while homeschooling. Um, like I mentioned just a minute ago, I think if you worked in an in an um, corporate atmosphere, if you worked in a bank, if you had some type of a nine to five job, I have to say, I think it would be a lot more challenging. Um, the kids would have not enjoyed it as much, uh, that type of thing. So if you are going to think about going to work, whether you need to or whether you want to, I would definitely if at all possible, go towards either a telecommuting job, maybe one that's part-time, one that gives flexible hours, or one that's child-friendly. So in my case, um, again, I have two education degrees. I happened to be attending the church. There was a job opening. I said, wow, this seems kind of fun. Uh, you know, I, I applied, interviewed, and, and got the job. Um, I definitely think that a child-friendly career or child-friendly job is the way to go. Um, I know I have other friends who homeschool and they do things like multi-level marketing. Um, one lady I know, she, she actually goes to places like, um, I say Walmart and Target and she stocks their book section um, for in the, in the reading, the magazines and books. So it's something she can do to get out of the house, but she can kind of do it a little bit more on her own hours. Um, and I think that that's, that's something to, to look for in, in picking a job. Okay, awesome. Um, did you ever get any kind of weird comments when you, people found out that you worked in homeschooled at the same time, or how, how was that kind of how was that kind of looked at? Yeah, um, I don't think it was looked at negatively. I think most of my homeschool mom friends, um, I I was probably one of the few that did work. Um, even as a Girl Scout leader, maybe within our troop of 40 girls, there might have been two or three of us that worked. I know one was a real estate agent um, and another had a part-time marketing type job. So in a sense, all three of our jobs were pretty flexible in that way. Um, I don't think I got comments as much, but more of just the how do you do it kind of thing. Right. Um, it was, wow, how do you homeschool and work also and do Girl Scouts and, you know, the other things. And I, I think it's, it's just a matter of organization um, and setting out a schedule and having expectations for the family also, that they're on board with it and that they're willing to help out when they can. You know, look, mom has to go to work, so I need you all to X, Y, Z for me and that type of thing. So, um, so um, well, as we're looking into this, we're kind of wrapping up here. Um, mm -hmm. Do you have any kind of last words of encouragement or thoughts, you know, that you would like to leave our listeners with today? Yeah, sure. Um, I think that, that one of the big ones is that, um, like with any major decision in life, when you get married and have children and maybe relocate, you have to think it through and decide if that's going to work for your family. And, um, but just like when you made the decision to homeschool, you, you know, homeschooling is not for everyone. We've all met people who have said, oh my gosh, I could never homeschool my kids or how do you do it? And I could never spend all day with my kids or that type of thing. But, but you just, you do because you want to do it and you have the drive to do it and, and, and so on. 
But just like homeschooling is not for everyone, working is not for everyone. Um, if you have to do it because of financial reasons, like I went into it originally, um, I would say just try to do the best you can with trying to find a job that does work around your schedule. Um, and like with anything, you know, you, you can't be the perfect mom. Uh, TV shows and movies will try to portray us as, as well, we can have it all. There are days that my house was a mess and there are days that we went to McDonald's for dinner because I didn't, I wasn't able to cook anything. Mm -hmm. um, but it, but it can be done. And just like having more than one child, or like I said, um, homeschooling can be done. Homeschooling and working at the same time can be done. And um, you just have to have a support system of your, your spouse and or your children, um, a, maybe grandparents or somebody to take care of your kids, that type of thing. But, um, but it definitely can be done and you just have to plan it out. Look at what options you're going to need. Look at all of the areas that things that might come up. Try to address them as they before they come up or as they come up, that type of thing. Great, great. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. As we wrap up our episode today, I want to thank you all for listening in. There are tons of great podcasts out there, but you chose to spend your time here with us, so thank you. Please be sure to check out our show notes for the links to my site and all of the great ways you can connect with us online. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please feel free to give us a positive review. Subscribe to our podcast, share with your homeschooling friends, or of course, any and all of the above. If you know someone that you think would be a great guest of our podcast, please let me know at julie at workingwhilehomeschooling.com. And remember, you can always reach us through our website at workingwhilehomeschooling.com. Thank you again for listening in today. Thank you to Kelly for being our guest and talking to us about her experience. And join us in our Facebook group for continuing conversation on today's topic and beyond. Again, thanks for joining, and I hope to see you soon at our next podcast for Working While Homeschooling.